Hello, and welcome to First State Insights, a podcast from the Institute for Public Administration, or IPA, located in the Biden School at the University of Delaware. First State Insights offers information, perspectives, and analysis for public policy, management, and community and economic development in the First State. My name is Philip Barnes, and I'm a staff member at IPA. And I'm Julia O'Hanlon, also a staff member at IPA. Phil and I are excited to bring you a series of First Day Insights podcasts devoted to the topic of green infrastructure. For those of you who are unfamiliar with the term green infrastructure, we define it as any nature-based solution to manage stormwater or control sediment and erosion while also enhancing environmental quality. For example, instead of a system of concrete curbs and gutters, vegetated berms and swales or rain gardens are green infrastructure solutions to manage rainfall. That's right, Julia, and we're not only excited to bring you this four-part podcast series because it's focused on a topic that's important for Delaware, we're also excited because these episodes were produced, developed, and edited by our graduate-level public administration fellows at IPA, who all have an interest in local government issues. It's a great learning opportunity and experience for them, and we hope for you as well. So with that, let's listen in. Hello, I'm Madison Matera, a first-year Master's of Public Administration student at the Biden School of Public Policy and Administration and a Public Administration Fellow with the Institute for Public Administration. I'm also a member of the University of Delaware's student chapter of the International City Management Association. Today, I'm talking with Vikram Krishnamurthy, Executive Director of the Delaware Center for Horticulture, about their Branches to Chances program. So, let's get into it. Hi, Vikram. Hey, Maddie, how are you? I'm doing well, how are you? Doing well, thanks. So today we're talking about the Branches to Chances program. Do you think you can give me a little overview of what the Branches to Chances program is and maybe how it came to be? Absolutely. The, the Branches to Chances program is a program at the Delaware Center for Horticulture that combines horticultural job skills training for returning citizens, underemployed, unemployed individuals who are looking for a second chance and to you know turn their lives around in, in certain ways. It is a we do consider it a reentry program focused on employment as opposed to other challenges that individuals might face. So we do assess if people are work ready and and ready for employment in a number of ways. And we do um, horticultural job skills training through a variety of classroom and experience-based curricula. And we work with a number of different partners to deliver that program to provide life skills and character building components of the program as well as other partners for employment. So we do what we refer to as externships and job placements at the end of the program in the spring. The program has sort of existed in in different stages and different phases, but it was founded in 2009. We were very fortunate to receive some of the economic stimulus funds at the time to launch the program. And for a number of years, it was part of, you know, considered one of those quote-unquote shovel-ready projects uh, at the time for economic stimulus. So that's what helped us get it launched back then. And since then, we've worked with a number of agencies and organizations, including the Delaware Department of Labor and other really important partners uh, in terms of private foundations and other governmental entities to develop the program over time. And so depending on what that support is each year and and sort of what the focus is each year, it's it's been reflected in different phases of the program. So we first called it, for the first number of years, called it, it was referred to as our return to work program. Then it had the moniker Green Roots, R-O-U-T-E-S. And uh, in recent years was in sort of a new phase, 
renamed the Branches to Chances program. One of the key sort of pivotal turning points for us was in the period of 2016, 2017. Uh, we received a really important two-year grant from the Delaware Criminal Justice Council to sort of revamp the program, develop some evidence-based measures uh, to really track results and impact. And so we've been operating sort of in that framework uh, since about 2017. Do you know if there's any other types of programs that are similar or is it kind of unique to Delaware? There are lots of programs across the country in, in this regard that specifically relate to horticulture and, and um, job placements and job training in horticulture. One right in our backyard that is a really well-established program and actually, you know, they vary in terms of sort of the uh, focus uh, where the program is held, but we're very familiar at DCH with the Pennsylvania Horticultural Society. So in Philly, there's a program called Roots to Reentry. In some ways, you know, PHS is a really valued partner of ours. And so we have consulted with them over the years on their program and, and what is the, you know, sort of the best elements that are a good fit for us. My understanding is that the Roots to Reentry program is uh, the training is conducted at correctional facilities in some way. So, so those facilities themselves have the, you know, outdoor classroom based experiential site locations and, and resources to be able to do that on site is, is my understanding. But I think it happens in a, in a number of different ways in different cities across the country. Yeah, it's good to partner with other programs that are similar. You can kind of figure out, you know, best practices and whatnot. So that's really nice. I was wondering how you recruit people for the program or maybe identify interests, maybe how this program can be like made aware to the people that it could benefit most. Absolutely. Um, that's a really great question. And it happens in a number of ways. It's really pretty interesting, the different avenues in which we, you know, connect with people. So one really important and, and crucial aspect of our program is collaboration and, and partnerships. So we work with a number of organizational partners who have in some time, you know, in some cases, very similar goals. And in some cases, the sort of the services provided to the individual can create a continuum of support that our program can can be a, be a part of as sort of an added value, I like to think of it as. And examples of that are the Hope Commission. So we get certain candidate referrals directly from the Hope Commission in Wilmington, the Achievement Center. We often work with Friendship House uh, in Delaware as well, uh, Sojourner's Place. So in some cases, you know, there's a link between you know, homelessness, other issues that individuals are are challenged with and, you know, connecting them with opportunities for employment through our program. So we that, that's one key way that we really rely on on good working relationships with partners to assist and be part of the program in that sense. So that's really important. Other ways, it can be something as uh, informal as, you know, we have our own landscape team who works around the city of Wilmington and Newcastle County primarily doing what we refer to as greening work in in public venues and on public sites, roadways, you know, traffic medians, those kinds of things. And in some cases, you know, we'll have people who have, you know, maybe heard about our program who will approach one of our DCH staff team members, you know, out while on the job and, and ask about, you know, the next cycle of the program or if we're, you know, if we're hiring that kind of thing. So it happens in that way as well. And then two of our really important partners in terms of some governmental agencies are the city of Wilmington and Newcastle County government, both through 
some grant funds known as community development block grants. That's a, an important part of our ability to sustain the program. And the city of Wilmington is a is a valued partner in the program for the first time this year in 2021. So we can also work with uh, other partner agencies like that to get the word out and to and to do some recruiting in that regard as well. Yeah, that really goes to show just how important, you know, partnerships are with building programs like this and, you know, helping out individuals like that. I know that I think now there are eight positions available, um, but I was wondering if you have any plans for potentially growing the program. We would love to. And one of the things that it's it's partly it's actually reflective of how the program has changed over over time in terms of our strategy. I believe uh, I wasn't with DCH at the time, but at the program's launch uh, around 2009, 2010, I believe at uh, at certain times we had as many as two two dozen individuals in the program. And what we found over time, and this was sort of part of this was definitely part of the revamp and and you know the process of taking a step back and and really analyzing the effectiveness of the program that occurred in in 2016 2017 with the Delaware Criminal Justice Council we determined that you know that program had value in terms of its its reach uh was broader we were we were in other words reaching more people at that time but we realized in sort of a more uh, not, not as deep of a programmatic way to really support people's livelihoods in the longer term. We determined uh, a few years ago is that we feel the program has a lot more impact when we can work with a smaller number of individuals uh, in, each, in each cycle and have a much deeper experience that uh, sets them up more for success. And we're, I think, doing a, doing a much better job of that in recent years. To answer your question about expansion, so we, we want to be mindful of that in terms of um, the quality of program delivery. And, you know, we're, we're talking, you know, we're referring to people's livelihoods. So we, we do take this very seriously in terms of what the longer term success looks like. We don't expect that every graduate will, you know, develop or stick with horticulture or landscaping necessarily as a career. But part of our goal is to introduce people to the, to the broad variety of careers that are available to them in, in horticulture. One of the things we'd like to address as a, as a challenge, not so much with the program, but really reflective of challenges in our industry, particularly with entry level positions is the notion of full time year round work. So because so many positions in horticulture and in landscaping can be seasonal, when you think of commercial landscaping, you're talking about the growing season and the question has, has um, arisen, you know, how can we support people through the winter after they, you know, work for a season in their new jobs? We've been very fortunate to work with some job partners who job placement partners who have been able to provide year round positions with benefits. And, and as you can imagine, that can be really impactful in terms of um, positive changes in, in people's lives and, and livelihoods. So we've talked before about, you know, developing a fall cycle, but then the question becomes, you know, with job placement in the fall, how realistic is that to sustain jobs over the winter and into the next season? So we're analyzing this right now. And, you know, I I have to say our our focus right now this spring is after the, you know, the impacts of COVID-19 and the pandemic last spring, we're really focused right now on successful delivery of our program that just launched at the beginning of this month. So, you know, we have all the necessary precautions and 
policies and procedures in place for safe operations and um, keeping our staff, our team, the the branches to chances participant group, keeping everyone safe, making sure we're being thoughtful and judicious about our activities and how we're carrying those out. So our focus right now is really on successful delivery this spring. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. This is such a great opportunity. I was wondering if there are any maybe notable outcomes from this program uh, or success stories that you could share, uh, whether that be community outcomes or individual outcomes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we have done more in recent years to integrate the Branches to Chances program with other project work that we are doing. And I think some real benefits of this are that we work in terms of our beautification and landscaping and horticultural work in neighborhoods and communities uh, in the area. And we have candidates and participants of the Branches to Chances program who come from those neighborhoods. What we have found is that one of the really substantive impacts of the program can be at the community level can be when, you know, residents of a neighborhood and community see, you know, people that they know who have, you know, been down on their luck, have have been challenged with issues that have, you know, kept them from from being more successful than than they might otherwise be, who are looking to overcome challenges in life. It's, I think there's a real community benefit in, in being able to really visually see people turning things around and, and seeing people's faces and, and presence in a neighborhood, helping to not only as, a, as sort of evidence that they're you know, making positive changes in their own lives, but also in ways that are benefiting the community at large. So I think that's, a, that's a, uh, I think a huge thing for us in terms of impact. In terms of success stories, we, we have a number of, of those that we are really proud of. We have candidates who, you know, as we have introduced participants to different job opportunities and career opportunities and tracks for, you know, future development as they gain more experience, we've had several individuals who have decided rather than job placement, they have uh, gone in more of a direction um, of uh, an entrepreneurial spirit. So we've had several members of the program who have completed it and then have gone on to start their own businesses. So we, in terms of our values as an organization, we have worked with those individuals and those businesses, you know, to sort of make sure that we put our money where our mouth is in terms of supporting uh, those businesses. So we, in some cases, have ongoing relationships, you know, from sort of a subcontractor uh, relationship sense. We, as I mentioned, we've had other candidates who have, you know, landed and have been able to sustain jobs with, you know, really well-known and, and national landscaping companies who, you know, and, and so, you know, what that has meant for them is full-time year-round employment, you know, fits for not only, you know, themselves as employees, but their families. So I think there, you know, there are a number of success stories in that, in that regard. That's amazing. This has been really great. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to talk with me. This is a really awesome program and it definitely deserves to be highlighted. Thank you, Madison. I, I, I don't want to neglect mentioning what I what I consider probably our best success story is that one of our earliest program participants, Bob Harris, is now a co-lead of the program. So we, you know, again, in terms of our values as an organization, the Delaware Center for Horticulture serves as one of the job placement sites each season. Um, we have hired uh, individuals from the program on our staff, you know, in longer term 
employment arrangements. And Bob is someone who is now serving as a co-lead of the program. He really serves as a mentor and support person uh, for the program. And, you know, that's been 10 years or more that Bob has been involved with our organization. So I'd say above all, that's that's the success story that I think means the most to me. Wow, that's that's really amazing. Yeah, thank you so much for taking the time. And this has been really great. I'm glad we were able to highlight this program. It seems like it's really making a difference in a lot of people's lives. Thanks, Madison. I really appreciate the opportunity. To learn more about the Delaware Center for Horticulture, visit the dch.org or find them on Facebook and Instagram. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and this has been First Date Insights. Thank you. Thank you.